Hello, friends. Thank you so much for tuning into Designers Lane. I am Eddie Ryder, and today we have a special guest, Joshua from Open Window Home Inspection. So before we zip over and get this fabulous interview with him, want to remind you to subscribe and follow so you can get all of our updates and all of our new podcasts. Now we're going to zip over to our interview with Joshua. Hey, everyone. Welcome, Joshua. Now, Joshua, help me with your last name and who are you with? All right. So the last name is Bogus, and okay. I'm with Open Window Home Inspection. Open Window Home Inspection. And then we are recording this in central North Carolina. So um, kind of the, the carry for the people that don't know, we consider it Wake County. It's more central North Carolina. But before we kind of get into where you go, let's talk exactly what you do. So, uh, I mean, we are a full-service home inspection company. We go in um, even commercial as well. Okay. So we, we go into these these homes or these buildings, and uh, we're kind of like a third party to uh, a buyer or a seller, really, um, and just go through the entire residential building or the commercial building from top to bottom um, and just find any deficiencies um, or issues that may come up in the near future. Um, just giving that help to the the buyers and the sellers. Ultimately. I think that's a great idea. I know that we were talking a little bit before we started the podcast. Um, so you are an inspector and I took away two things from what you said. One, you also do commercial, yes. which is amazing. And then I'm primarily residential, which is what you also do. And then we were talking earlier that I've had a couple of projects, one um, or a couple in Cary and uh, Wake County area, and then also some down at the coast near the Wilmington Wrightsville. And they wanted to bring in an inspector. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a dirty word. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. What I want our listeners to understand and viewers, so we're telling everyone on YouTube to tune in so they can see us, is who actually pays you? Who do you work for? Do you work for the general contractor or do you work for the homeowner? Typically, it is the homeowner or the person that is purchasing the home okay. or commercial building, whatever it may be. Very rare um, that we actually come in for the contractor. Um, and that's kind of a, a, a whole different inspection. Right. Um, wouldn't have anything to do with buying or selling uh, residential or commercial. It's only so. during the construction process. I think it's great. And then I think that there's a huge disconnect that people think at it as think of it as negative. An inspector having you involved, you're able to look up, you know, at the joist or the ceiling or the air conditioners or the heaters. You know, I'm assuming or I'm, I'm I already know the answer to this. You know all the codes to the nth degree uh, that's uh -huh. in there. And to make sure that the house is being built to the specifications and the standards for that particular area. And I'll say what the homeowner is looking for. Absolutely. I know here in North Carolina, um, we're one of the top two, three, four states of having people influxing into the area. And I know that the bulk of my clientele don't even live here. They live outside of the state. And to have that extra person, that extra eyes on the job works. I know that I communicate very, very well 
with the inspectors that I worked before. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's a positive thing that you let the builder know that, hey, we're missing a little bit of this or we're missing a little bit of that. Would you agree with that, that it's Absolutely. not a negative thing? Absolutely. Um, w- with a lot of buyers from being out, out of state, um, I mean, we we go in and we just give all the pictures that we can in, right. in much detail. Um, and we're not out there to, you know, say this builder or that builder is bad. It, we're just going in and say, hey, you know, somebody overlooked this. Right. Um, or this, you know, this needs to be fixed because this is what's going to happen in the future. Um, uh, another point you just brought up is pictures. So how do you convey the information what needs to be finished or resolved to the client? Do you take pictures? Do you take video? How does that get so the, sent over? The main thing is the report. Obviously, um, we have to provide a report. So in that report, we'll have pictures and videos. Um, most of most of it is pictures, right? But there will be some pitch, uh, videos in there. If, you know, if um, it's hard to convey in a picture, then we'll take a video of it. Um, if they request, I actually have uh, when they go to schedule, they can opt in to do an on-site video at the end of the inspection. So mm-hmm. you know, FaceTime, um, a Zoom call, or something like that with the inspector on site. Um, Ten to fifteen minutes. They go through the report, maybe show you the house a little bit, and that's just something we actually just started doing, um, just because we've had a lot of requests, especially with. Um, you know, we're closer to Fort Bragg, so we have a lot sure. of military from out of state and things like that. Sure. Where are you based out of? What is your comfort zone? I know that you've increased staff recently. Um, I believe that Fort Bragg and the military is not in Wake County. Do they still follow the same code? Does North Carolina have pretty much the same thing throughout, or does it vary a little bit? It varies a little bit between counties, um, but we're based out of Sanford, which is about 20 minutes north of Fort Bragg. Right. Uh, but we cover a very large area, North Raleigh, all the way to North Lumberton, and then Dunn over to Southern Pines and surrounding areas. It's about a 70-mile radius. That's pretty big. I laughed yeah. at Dunn, the last guest. My family is, my mother's side of the family is actually from Dunn, like okay. the original Dunn, not Harnett County. Yeah. So I think I'm one of the very few people who knows where Dunn is um, it's small, you know, railroad track town, yeah, yeah. but the bakery there has the best cakes in the world and the best biscuits. So yes, I'm one of the few I'm kind of Very thinking, nice. and I was like, oh my gosh, you and Dunn needs an inspector. But that kind of leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. Who, who needs an inspector? I mean, is it someone that build a smaller 150 or $200,000 home? Or is it someone that builds in North Carolina, say seven, eight, nine million? California builds a fifty hundred million dollar home. Who needs an inspector? Um, it, it's not that's not a tough question to answer. It's just the fact of do you trust the home that you're purchasing right. or building? Um, it, it just depends on what you really want to do. Personally, me, I think everybody needs a home inspection. Even I agree. you know maybe doing annually because home inspectors don't have to go in and just do a complete. Home inspection. They can, you know, break it down and just do the roof, attic, and crawl space for right. you as a maintenance inspection. You know, um, but ultimately, I think anybody that's purchasing or building a home should definitely have uh, a home inspector come in. 
during that construction or buying period. I agree a million percent. Um, I've only thought about an inspector for new construction. So you're suggesting if you already live in a home that you can still have an inspector as well? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we do get some pretty severe weather here in North Carolina sure. during, during the hurricane season. So having a home inspector come out and check out the roof and maybe the crawl space and make sure everything is good. Um, I think is a fantastic idea, especially after uh, a hailstorm, because mm-hmm. you can take that report, right. and if it's enough damage, you know you can give that to your insurance. Well, I know that in my, which is a great idea, and we want, and I probably will bring this up in my terrific theory at the end of the podcast is you don't have to have a home inspector only for new construction; yeah. you can have one for existing. I know that um, probably about two years ago we had a storm that came through, and then boy did the salespeople for roofing shingles descend on our neighborhood because of hail damage. And it was, I have a pretty large neighborhood. It was a swath and, you know, some of the neighbors had it, some of the neighbors didn't, it was a little bit odd. But if you were to come in, uh, you're going to be very impartial. I mean, you don't make a commission. You don't get a kickback on whether we do shingles or not. You can say, these shingles look like crud. They need to be replaced or either they're fine. That's on there. Is that accurate? Pretty much accurate. Um, you know, we it depends on the home inspector. He may may not say, "Hey, this needs to be replaced," but he'll say, "There's damage here, or damaged right. here." Right. You know, have it looked at by a roofing professional or a qualified professional. I think there's always a misconception and a worry mm-hmm. that when someone is selling a product, are they going to be a hundred percent forthcoming with you, yeah. and then you being independent you have no skin in the game other than your reputation and giving good sure. advice. And ultimately, that's what you're being paid for. Um, let's jump back a little bit. How does someone, obviously, you need to be a budget item. Um, when yeah. I know I'm very involved in construction and then obviously the design process and the budgeting or the allowance, um, we use the A word instead of the B word now, mm-hmm. we need to put money in for there, whether the builder is obviously you're not working for the builder but the homeowner has to come out of pocket and pay you. Is there a good way to be able to figure out that cost? In other words, I can use a per square foot price to give someone a general idea of what I'm going to cost, um, of what the hardwood floors are going to cost. We can say, hey, you have 3,000 square feet of hardwood floors you know, at $12, $13, $14 a square foot, same thing with tile, or you have 10,000 square feet of it, and you can do sure. some quick math. Is there someone, if someone's thinking and they're listening that, oh my gosh, we're building a new home, um, how much would it cost? Or is it something they really need to talk to you? Or can you say, look, all in for us to do everything, it's X amount of dollars a square foot for either heated or non-heated. Non-heated for our listeners is everything that's under roof, Mm -hmm. um, which is what I would think that it needs to be for you versus heated. Because you could have, you know, a thousand square feet, 500 square feet, in the garage that's not heated. But if it's still shingled, then you brought up a good thing. Yeah. If there's hail damage and stuff, it's going to have a negative effect on that. Right. So for a home inspection, it definitely varies from okay. home inspector to home inspector. But we're typically all about in the same range. Um, with open window, we base it off the age of the home and the size of the home. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is you could have a 3,000-square-foot house built in 2023 it would take us, you know, two hours to do, whereas that same house built in 1990 would take us four hours to do because mm. it's been lived in and, you know, it's it's been weathered and things like that. So 
Well, it and there's vary. also probably an option that you could still have a 3,000 square foot house. And if it's two stories or three stories, it's going to have a different roof structure and a different yeah, foundation absolutely. than if everything is um, a ranch. And I use the word loosely with ranch, everything that's on one level and one floor. So they probably do need to come. Are you comfortable giving a range? Is it like, hey, you need to allow for a couple thousand dollars or is it like $10,000 to be able to come out? Um, I would say no more than a thousand dollars. Okay. Um, but then again, you know, that's based off of you know a three to four thousand square foot house Loose. and, and right. lower. Right. Um, typically, what we're seeing is around twenty five hundred square feet. Right. Uh, is anywhere four to five hundred, maybe six hundred dollars per visit. Per visit. Okay. Um, How many visits um, would you recommend if someone is building a new home that you're going to come out? New construction, I definitely suggest doing a pre-drywall, um, which is cheaper, typically cheaper than the actual home inspection. Okay. It doesn't have as many components as it when it's done. So pre-drywall, um, just to explain it for our listeners, is when the um the framing goes up the you know the two by fours or the two by sixes is physically mm-hmm. up all of the plumbing rough end material is in all of oh, the yeah. electrical is in um i'm assuming no insulation yet Correct. and then uh, obviously there's no drywall or sheetrock because not that's not been put up um but electrical is also in so yes. is is that correct so that's a big part and that's sort of a, a check off that i like to use we have our cabinets drawn on the floor and that's sort of when I tell the buyers and the clients, it's speak now, forever hold your peace. Because mm-hmm. once the um, the spray foam goes in or the insulation goes in and the sheetrock goes up, it's extremely it. difficult and costly to make moves. So you're thinking that would be your first time that you would visit the project? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then do you like doing it with someone or do you like doing it by your Self, do you want me breathing down your neck, or the general contractor <laughs> breathing down your neck, or is it better do your thing and then shoot your pictures over and then send that to? I'm assuming the homeowner, since they're the one that's paying yeah, you, yeah. and then it's able to review. So at Open Window, we request that anybody that wants to come out during the inspection, we ask that you can like the last 45 minutes of the okay. inspection. Okay. Um, but we don't have any problems with everybody being on site the full time. After about 15 minutes, you're going to get bored. Sure. Um, so that's why we say, hey, 45 minutes, you know, that it gives you time um, for us to finish up as sure. well as for you to go through the house and look at it. So, uh, Well, I think that's great. And you don't want to impede yourself if you're thinking you're going to be able to do it in yeah. two hours and all of a sudden you spend 45 minutes saying, hey, this is a nail. This is a screw. Sure. This is why this is ineffective and not working. And ultimately, the buyer... And even myself, the designer, is I need to know that it's wrong and it needs to be fixed. Um, And then 99% of the time, the particular vendor is going to know what's wrong. And it's just, it's, hey, this is what doesn't need to be there. Um, And it's relatively minor and small. So uh, letting our listeners and everyone know, I look over my left shoulder and your right shoulder, we have a cheat sheet on our monitor. So we kind of look over there and then need to be able to see what we need to do to figure and help everything out. So (laughs) uh, number two, which we've not talked about, the can you elaborate a little bit on the importance of why the homeowner needs you? Um, Is it just that you can find, um, and I I hate to use the word mistakes, things that have been overlooked and have not been, because sometimes it could be you're missing two nails up there. You know, you need to have two nails or either 
um, I was watching uh, TikTok and YouTube the other day, and there was a header, you know, or an LVL that was up there, and there was nothing holding it on yeah. both sides. Yeah. Now, to me, Helen Keller could see that. But uh -huh. someone who has not built multiple homes may not understand that. So it's, one. it's yeah. that kind of one of the reasons that's there. And again, and we're going to look at some pictures shortly. You guys are just very broad. You look at everything that happens with the home. And I think it, it, it helps the consumer, the buyer, have that knowledge that you're able to give suggestions and say, hey, this needs support. But sometimes it's way more than that. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, I mean, we're, we're going into fine details of the construction process. You know, um, if we can get up and walk in the attic on the rafters, um, you know, we typically try to do that. Sure. Uh, but we're, we're getting up close and looking at everything. You know, we're checking to make sure that the windows are square, something that a home buyer or seller would never do. Right. Um, and, you know, we're talking about new construction. Uh, but if it's a, a resale, which is, you know, somebody selling their house after living in it for a few years, um, you know, we're going in, we're going to those places that people don't like to go, the attics, the crawl space. The crawl space. Yeah, getting on the roof. <laughs> All the know? creepy crawlies. So, yeah. yeah. That's a great idea, too, is that I, I just I just remembered if someone's selling their home, they have to have it inspected. So is does the real estate agent or the homeowner call you and say, hey, we need to have an inspection of this? And you're able to look at it and say, the back half of the house is about to fall down or either, you know what, you're going to need a, new, need a new roof and then five years, you know, or 10 years or the windows are not sufficient and prepared. And that could probably help on um, adjusting and playing with the cost a little bit of what you're going to offer on the home. Is that reasonable? Yes, yes, no. Um, okay. some, <laughs> I some hear a little bit of reservation like, that's yeah, in there, yes. right? Um, aging things out like roofs and windows and things like that, you kind of typically already know with okay. the age of the home. Okay. Um, you can, you know, walking in, um, for example, you go in and you're buying a 1970s home and you're looking at the windows and you can tell that they look original. Right. They probably are. Right. Um, with newer windows, for example, they're vinyl, single, um, you know, just a, just a single, not single pane, but. Um, well, they could be double hung. They could yeah, be double crank. Hung, yeah. And I also think if someone says, hey, these windows are new, that although I could look and, at them and say, these bad boys are not five years old, they're 50 years old. Right. You yeah. could probably it, do the same thing. Right. Because, again, we assume that buyers know everything about buying a home. And sadly, they don't. But that's not their forte. You know, they're. You know, they do whatever they do for work and then they have kids or they have grandkids. And the last thing they're thinking about is the roof new but or, or the windows new. And you're able to look at something, I'm assuming and hoping and say, these shingles are far more than five years old. These Absolutely. windows are far more than five years old. Because, again, if they're saying that they've been replaced, not everyone's honest, not everyone's going to do it. Or they're saying all of the windows have been replaced in the home. Maybe they haven't. Maybe only certain key ones, and you're able to come back and say, "This is this is not new. This has not been um, updated, right. or this yeah. needs to be replaced." Yeah. That's on there. And again, your job is not to say whether or not it's pretty or not. You yeah, can care less. Exactly. Correct. It's that whether or not it is sufficient, or it passes the test, or it needs to do what it needs to do. Yeah. So I think that's great. What are? And I'm sort of looking at my cheat sheet right now. We're kind of jumping a little bit. I'm looking at number three. 
What are three or four mm -hmm. of the biggest mistakes, and there's probably way more than that, that you see, and I want to expand this a little bit, on new construction, and then I want to follow up on maybe um, remodeling of someone, because I know in this general area, especially the South, mm -hmm. we have a lot of remodeling. Um, are they consistent or are they different? So the first three things, the biggest mistakes, or maybe a mistake is not the right word, yeah. um, things that are missing or pending during the process of construction that you see. So for new construction, I would have to say it's pretty typical little things like, you know, not putting up uh, a metal plate where plumbing should be. That way you don't tack a screw or uh, a nail through the plumbing. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah, it can be. Um, the other thing is, is they like to seal up attic, uh, attic spaces okay. and not actually put insulation over like um, a master bedroom or something okay. below. Um, That's huge. Yeah. yeah. So we, we always try to get into those attic areas just because we find those almost all the time. Um, and then I would say for a resale, um, people doing, you know, their remodels, whatever, they will go and they'll find a handyman instead of a general contractor and they won't do their due diligence mm -hmm. and they'll come in and they'll just do band-aids on everything. So example, uh, wood rot on a exterior window, they'll, they, and they've gotten really good at this. They'll take uh, exterior caulking or silicone or something and make it nice and smooth and just put it over there. And all it is is a Band-Aid. I, mean, I call it lipstick on a pig. Yeah, 100%. Um, that's in there. <laughs> now, I, we have, um, and again, probably in larger scale areas, we have tons of flips that happen. Yes. Where people buy homes and they come in and put lipstick on a pig, quote unquote. Yep. They don't do it correctly. Um, do you, and again, I'm learning tons of stuff as we're talking. That is something that's really important for people. If you, I, I'm not the biggest fan of people buying flipped homes, you know, full disclosure, my opinion, so don't come at me, don't sue me, is that if I know a home has been flipped, first of all, did you use a general contractor or did you do it yourself? You just confirmed what I had said. Uh, the other thing that we're running into that I learned a long time ago is people will often um, finish because they flip it, or even that they've lived there, they'll finish the third floor, they'll finish an attic, and they won't follow code, and they will not get it permitted. Yeah. So therefore, when they go to sell, they can't count the square footage, or they have to rip down the sheetrock because you are the in, the general inspector, the big inspector, the one that you've got to, you know, not supposed to buy cooks, you know, cookies and cakes for, has to say, is there insulation, you know, over it? Is there insulation over this? And they mm -hmm. can't see it if it's framed up and done, you know, is is the wire correct? Is the house going to catch on fire? Right. And I we're running into that right now. That there are homes that people finished the third floor. They added five hundred or seven hundred fifty square feet. They put in a bathroom and they hired a wonderful friend neighbor down the street, but he's not a licensed general contractor, and they didn't get their inspection. And guess what? It's not going to pass. It is right. truly not going to pass. Yeah. So. Again, probably another very good reason to have you and to have a home inspection is you're going to catch that. Um, I know that we do spray foam in a lot of homes right now, and then that's a little different if you have to put um, insulation over the bedroom. Um, but I have heard that before where they are missing insulation tremendously. They just yeah. either they try and save money or either they forget to do it. And often they just forget to do yeah. it. That's on there. And I'll also say – 
and there's a fancy word for those um, plates that cover the plumbing, is that the plumbing lines have to be, if they're within a certain proximity to the two by fours, they have to have that plate over it. And then I believe in that a thousand percent because I hang a ton of art that's on the wall and can't tell you that even when you drive, um, drive the nail in the wall or the hanger to hang the artwork, it's not that it's going to start spraying and shooting out water immediately. It could have a tiny drip over years. And guess you what? You wouldn't even know it. You're not even going to know it, and it's going to create mold. And that little bitty drip, what if it takes three years or five years to figure it out? Yeah. Not only is it the sheetrock, you may have to remediate the mold. It could and damage the hardwood floor. floors. Yep. And if your floors go under your cabinet, so this little bitty expense in the scheme of things of having you look at it could cost them tens and tens. If you got to gut half of a kitchen, cost you over 100, 150 grand for a couple thousand dollars to yeah, be absolutely. able to spend on there. And that does happen. And it's a simple mistake. They just forget to put it in. I look at when I walk through homes, I'm going to have a light fixture here and a light fixture there. I know I'm going to have art right there. I'm more concerned about making sure the thermostat's not right there or yeah. the supply line for the air conditioner vent's not right there. But I do um, recently have started paying attention that those nails going through just because there's been horror stories mm -hmm. where things have leaked and it's just, it's a nightmare. I mean, when you puncture something that goes through it, I Absolutely. mean, it's it's not pretty. And I'm thinking now we have natural gas, why we're still able to have natural gas yeah. or liquid gas in the area is what if you have that pipeline and you puncture that? I mean, I'd rather have a leak than my house explode um, right. that's on there. Is that something also that's a possibility? Do you guys walk in and have those little sensors that if it's gas <laughs> or is it like, dude, if you smell gas, get the heck out. It's not a cool thing. Yeah, actually, there was a, an, an incident out, out this way. I think it was in Raleigh recently. Right. Um, just last year, you know, the, the homeowners were smelling gas and they right. kept calling everybody. Everybody kept coming out. Couldn't find anything. Couldn't find anything. I think it was a um, HVAC tech that was in the crawl space and he lit a torch or something and oh, gosh. it exploded because mm. there was a gas leak. So, right. um, could a home inspector have prevented that? I would say a hundred percent. Oh wow! We we do have the tools, you know, to go in, um, and there, there's different tips and tricks that we do to go and and try to find these as well. Uh, well, and we're not required by code to put sensors in the crawl space, nope. and I don't think you're required to put them in the attic. And oddly, that's often where hot water heaters, if they're gas, um, where some of the meters, um, not the readable meters, are, and. I get a little bit more concerned about carbon monoxide. I hate all those silly things you've got to put up by the, every door that's a bedroom. And yeah. it's like you can have a three-bedroom house, but you've got 20 of those um, beeping things, and they always beep at 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. But they're there for a reason. They, they are definitely there for a reason. I discourage people from ripping them down. I don't <laughs> care what color the wires are. They're there for a job. And then yeah. we don't want anybody to get hurt and to blow up. And now I believe that so many of them have that carbon monoxide built in, mm -hmm. and you really can't smell that. You don't know that. You just kind of go to sleep. And then depending on how long you're there, you may not wake up. Right. So it's just very important to be able to be there. So we talked about your clients. Um, I have home remodelers and new construction, and then you brought up that it's also commercial. So do yeah. you look at similar stuff on commercial, um, or is it uh, – the same concept, but is it different um, details that you look at? In other words, everybody still has windows. 
Yeah. So with commercial, it depends on the scope of the inspection. You know, if they're looking for um, like what it's going to cost them over 5, 10, 15, 20 years with that building as, you know, maintenance, we do that. Um, We don't go nearly as in depth as we would a residential inspection. Um, But if the buyer or the the building owner wants us to go in more in depth than we can. Sure. Um, and with commercial, you know, there's there's a lot more. You've got your fire suppression system, so your sprinkler systems, um, your exit signs, and is that where uh, you see all the colors by the doors right, on the triangles yeah. that it's got all of these in there? My thing is that if you see those on a door, don't ever park next to it because if something's <laughs> going to go wrong, yeah. it's going to go. But that also, I've worked on a couple of commercial projects, and that does show you what's inside of the building. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily there at the door. So is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and a lot of the signs and things are not meant for people coming and going that right. just don't. You know, it could be for the the fire, fire department, fire department, police right. department, things like that. Right. Um, but in it, all, it all has to be there. Right. Uh, for safety reasons. Sure, it makes so, sense to be able to do it. It, it. Yes, without a doubt, I agree. You need to physically have it there if yeah. you're going into a building and somebody's on fire or something's on fire and you need to know, is there a whole bunch of oxygen or is there another flammable material? So yes, I agree a thousand percent. Um, when should someone reach out to you? If they're like, Oh my gosh, I want to have an inspector involved in my project, my new construction, my remodel, my one, whenever it's going to be, when is the best time that they reach out to you? Is it as soon as they know that they want one or is it clearly you like to come after, um, I call it sort of phase two, the roughened material happens. Are you just a couple of weeks notice and you can come out? Or is it like, man, as soon as you know that you're building a house, let's, you know, communicate and shake hands and make sure that we are going to take care of you and have you on the list? Definitely the thought of either buying or building anything like that. Give us a call. Um, we love to, you know, get out there and, and talk with our clients, get to know them and just kind of point them in the right direction, give them guidance, um, and, and help them do the process. You know, they may have a real estate agent, but you know, we're here, we're, we're a team with the real estate agents. So, um, we try to take a little bit off their plate as well. Sure. So, um, absolutely. I agree a thousand percent. I think it's huge. And I think that, uh, we need to, we as designers and even contractors need to do a stronger job and a better job informing the clients how important it is to have an inspector. Mm-hmm. Yes, it costs money. You know, yes, it has to be budgeted and allowance for it, but it could help tremendously in the long run and down the road. So now um, our producer, Drago, is going to put up some pictures. And then this is where I remind everyone that we love YouTube. You can be able to see the pictures. Um, and then as we go along, and our guests will not see us now. They're actually seeing what we look at on screen. And what I want you to do is to tell us what we're looking for. Or is that you that's physically there? That is me. Okay. Um, What are you looking at? I know you're just not posing um, (laughs) that's in there. So what are like two or three elements that are important other than I'd see insulation, which is a good thing. Yeah. And they do have insulation if this is over their bedroom. So we are actually in an attic. um, And what I'm looking at is making sure that the rafters are not spreading. Um, What do you mean by spreading? So at the top, uh, this is an A-frame, 
and you've got one main beam where the rafters all go up, um, and it kind of presses against that that one piece that's going down the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to make sure that the those rafters are not pulling away from that. Um, you know, that's an indication that there may be some type of structural issue if there is, um, or the 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 roof coverings may be too heavy. Say if there's two to three layers of shingles. Um, is that a skylight? That is not. That's actually my my headlamp. It's just oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So, so speaking about skylights, do you often see? And again, we have to be careful with what we say. Do you see them leaking, or is it somewhat? I tell people that you have to be very cautious with skylights. That probably after ten or fifteen years, I don't care how expensive they are. There's a chance that they're going to leak. Definitely around the the okay. ten, fifteen, twenty year mark. Okay. So you have a really bright headlamp that's up there. That's pretty amazing. So our next picture is, um, this is a crawl space. I am smart enough to know that. And he's wearing, <laughs> is it a respirator? So I hope there's no gas in there. No, no, no. Um, so as the business owner for, for Open Window, I actually, myself and I make all my my inspectors wear masks just because there's a lot of dust. Um, you may get some organic growth or mold or anything like that. I don't want these guys um, you know, having issues when they get older. Um, you know, I'm 40 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't right. want any of that. Right. So it, and it helps you breathe, um, as well. Cause when, once you start moving around, you stir up the dust that's down there. But, um, yeah, that's definitely a crawl space we go through. Um, and there's so much, if you, if your home inspector is not in a crawl space for at least 20 minutes, um, uh, depending on the size of the home. Um, what are two things and, that you think that are really strong that, that, Obviously, he's looking at a lot more that's in there. Is there leaking? Is it mold? Is it gas? What are just a couple of things that are really important that's in that crawl space? Uh, the foundation is one of them, and then all the plumbing where it comes through the floor or the foundation wall. How big of a no-no, and again, I never have ans- asked a question that I don't know the answer, is when you know there are supports, there are piers or foundations or footers that are there. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you how many times I've been either in basements or tall crawl space where you can slide a piece of paper or there's a little bit oh, of a yeah. gap that I think it's supposed to be holding up the floor. So do you guys, are you responsible for looking at that too and then raising a red flag or putting that in your report? Absolutely. So it's not just the foundation wall. We're looking at all the support piers um, and the flooring throughout and just kind of see if there's any indication of soil movement yeah. or anything like that. I hate to say that I've been in a couple and I was thinking, mm, I think those are supposed to touch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's in there. So that's nice to be able to have that. Um, our next slide is, I think this is a fun one. Is this your group? <laughs> so actually, uh, that was back in February and then our group has actually gotten quite bigger now. Uh, but yes, that that is the the team right there. Do you want to uh, give us a quick run through of who the people are? Sure. From uh, left to right, we've got Noah Buss, my wife, Ingrid. Uh, who has now had a baby. Yes, yes. I understand. Uh, Congratulations. February That's great. 6th, yes. Okay. Uh, myself there in the middle, Amanda Immel, uh, Vince Immel, which is a home inspector, and then Berta Racinos. Um, I mean, the, the the two ladies on the right, they are our business relations managers. Right. So, um, they, they go out and they talk with all the realtors and, you know, clients after the inspection, just make sure, you know, we're doing good, um, checking up and, you know, see if they have any questions or anything like that. And you said there were a couple of people that's not in the pictures. So you, we don't want to yes, hurt any yes. feelings. So you remember I their have, names. um, 
I have Chad uh, Baker. Okay. If I believe. Yeah. Chad Baker, which is a home inspector part-time. And then I have Logan Brown, um, which is a new home inspector. So those those two uh, are in training with me. Right. Um, and then I've got Jeb. Uh, he's our full-time photographer. We're is that still, the gentleman I met? Yeah, 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 great, great. So we're, we're working on that. Um, and he's kind of part-time with me right sure. now, kind of figuring it out. And sure. then um, I really want him to bring him on full-time because I want to get into uh, real estate photography and, and just provide as much service as I can. Love it. I'm excited. Yeah. He takes great pictures that's on there. Yeah. So our next picture, number four, is showing what are we looking at here? All right, so this is Vince Immel, our lead inspect. Um, he is, you know, teaching us how to inspect an attic ladder. Um, I think that's one of the the top issues in, in older homes. Uh, a lot of people will get on them things and they trust him, yeah. um, and, it, and it's just one by. So if those if those screws aren't tight and or missing, you know them. They will collapse in a heartbeat. That would be terrible to get halfway up and do a um, a Christmas vacation and slide all the way down. Uh, that's on there. Do a Chevy Chase. That would not yeah. be good. So I I think that's a great idea. Our next picture, which is number five. So I believe you told me I read your notes. This is your younger gentleman. Yes, yes. He's no longer the youngest. Uh, Logan Brown is the youngest, okay. but he is one of the Oh, We the give props youngest. to Logan then for being the youngest. So, so we're looking at um, an air conditioner and maybe even a heater unit now. Yeah. People do need to understand that this is a big deal, a part of your home, you know, that's going to yeah. go in. And you guys look at that um, as part of your inspection? Absolutely. So we, we check the inside and outside, um, and then we check the lines go into it as well. We want to make sure that it is functioning and that there's no type of damage or uh i mean we look at the age too right um we just want to make sure that it is is functioning today so do you guys have a snake test so does everyone that works for you can they not be afraid of snakes because man being around this air conditioner unit and that guy that was in that crawl space is really brave or i should say spiders and snakes so so (laughs) so you get crazy calls that oh my gosh there was a spider this big, or there was a snake that big, yeah. or is it just part of the deal? Yeah. Noah, he's not a big spider fan, right. um, but I don't think he's too afraid of snakes, whereas right. I'm afraid of snakes. Right. Um, I can see them. I love them when they're behind glass, Yes. but when we're in a crawl space and you you get face-to-face with a snake, like it's a different story. So. Yeah. Especially some of those crawl spaces you probably have to... You can't stand up in. You yeah. crawl, which yeah. is why they're called Belly crawl crawls, spaces yeah. that's in there, or slide. So that's great. Our next picture, next picture, is um, I believe you said, which I think is amazing. Um, it's education. Yes, um, I've I've kind of been transitioning my personal goals right. with home inspections, um, and I think there's a the, there's a lot that realtors and residential buyers don't understand right. about the systems within the home. So what I started doing last year was going out um, to these um, offices, real estate offices, and just giving them a more in-depth information about uh, the systems and you know things like radon, water testing, like why they should be doing this and why they should be. Radon's a big deal. Absolutely. So you're actually educating the general public or the consumer yeah. as well. I yeah. think that's amazing. So on our next slide, which is probably our last slide, and <laughs> again, I think this is you and you're super brave that you're on a roof. 
this is, again, I wanted to bring up how important the roof shingles are. There's hail damage and other stuff. Is there yeah. something else that is important that you guys look for that is in a roof when you're on top of the roof? Yeah, so we always try to walk the roof because that's the best way to, to find the issues. Sure. Um, and getting up close, you can tell if they're brittle um, or if there's excessive granular loss. Um, granulars is just the like the fibers and glass that they put on the, the shingle to protect the actual mat itself. Right. Um, and that kind of gives us an indication of the age. Um, but being up close is where you can find everything. I also learned and found out that when those granulars let loose, they could also clog up your gutter. Um, and a great, I've just recently had my shingles replaced a couple of years ago because it had hell damage. And fortunately, it was sort of at the end of the life is that I was dumbfounded how much of that shingle material was in my gutters. Yeah. And then when the guy was super nice at replacing, he's like, you need to have your gutters cleaned out, dude. Yeah. And it was like, that is definitely a telltale sign. So we want people to be able to take that away. Sure. So I think that's great. Um, we are, believe it or not, at 40-some minutes that's in there. How do people need to get up with you if they are listening and they want to put you on your list? We've talked about when they need to do it, when they need to reach out, which is as soon as they know that pretty much they're going to build and you can give them a little bit better time frame. Sure. What's the best way they can find you? Is it through social media? Is it bat signals? Is it, you know, website? Is it all of the above? What's the best way they can do that? So we are on a lot of social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, and we'll be on YouTube this year. Okay. Um, uh, but the best way is to give us a call at the office. And what uh, is that number? Say it slow. 910-898-2626. That's great. And again, the name, we want to make sure we get this right. It's Open Window Home Inspection. Yeah. So Open Window Home Inspection. And we've I love this big thing called Google. You can get on there and type it up. And then we'll also give you your name and your numbers. But I think it's also great on social media that people can be able to see what they're doing. Absolutely. And we encourage our listeners that they have some questions to type them up in the comments. And then obviously you're liked and you see it. And then I may you know tag you or pass it on and you can answer it. But I think the big important thing is to make sure that they choose Home Inspector and then they get to use it in their time frame. So Absolutely. I think that's wonderful. Joshua, thank you so much. We thank are you. wrapping up. I'm going to do my close. Um, before we say goodbye... Can you give me 30 seconds or a minute of what you want people to really take away from our interview or from your company other than, obviously, hire a home inspector? Do your due diligence 100%. You know, call multiple home inspectors. If you're doing upgrades to the house, call general contractors. Check, make sure that they are licensed. They're, this, this is a licensed state, so everybody has to be licensed. If you're a general contractor, home inspector, builder, anything like that. Right. So make sure you're checking that they have those licenses. There are a lot of um, folks out there saying, oh, yeah, I'm licensed, and they're not. Mm. Um, so do your due diligence. You know, do your prices. Um, not necessarily cheaper is better. Um, it may be a new home inspector out the gate with just lower prices. So Right. Um, I think that's great. I think yeah. longevity is really, really nice. Thanks again. This has been wonderful. I've Instead of my Thank terrific you. three, I probably have terrific 10, and I'm <laughs> going to walk away with a lot of information. And we have to give big props for Jenny for you know introducing us to be able to have yes, it in. And absolutely. hopefully our listeners have been able to take away something. So thanks again. Thank you. I appreciate it. Wow. What an incredible interview. 
Joshua is fantastic. And golly, did we learn a ton of information. That's going to bring me into my terrific three, which is going to be hard because it's more than three. But let's do our best with three. First one, don't forget to hire an inspector. That is just so incredibly important. They bring so much to the table. And remember that they work for you. They work for you as the homeowner and are going to give you information that is invaluable and you definitely need during the process. Also, don't forget when you need to reach out. He said, as soon as you make the decision that you're going to be building a home or buying an existing home or doing a remodel, remember that's when you need to reach out and then make the communication and make the contact. Number two, we talked about the two or three mistakes that they brought up. One is roofing that people forget. Um, the roof line doesn't work uh, and the shingles make sure that they don't leak. The windows, making sure that the windows don't leak, that there's an appropriate time frame. And then number three, which I think is the biggest, remember those wall plates where um, uh, they forget to put the plate so when you hang your artwork that they leak and you tack that nail in there and they could create water and dripping. Don't want to do that at all. We want to make sure that happens. So those are some three common mistakes that he sees happen frequently. And the number three, one of the things I took away is the time frame. And then also that he does residential and commercial. Who knew? So if you're building an office or you're moving your office, don't forget to get an inspector. Reach out to Joshua and his team, Open Window, or anyone around. They're going to be able to help you. And again, they're not going to be able to be in California or New York. So if you're listening, um, don't feel like that. You don't have an inspector near you. Reach out, Google it, see what you've got. I think it will make a huge impact on your product and make you happy and sleep a little bit easier at night. I want to thank everyone again for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe so you get our notices whenever we have a new podcast. And we don't want to close and wrap without thanking two of our sponsors, Jenny Blanton. She's going to take care of all of your real estate needs in Central North Carolina, or actually North Carolina as a whole. So if you're looking to do a development or buy a home, definitely reach out to her. She can help you. And Dogwood & Company, if you're building a luxury home or doing a luxury remodel in Central North Carolina, reach out to Dogwood & Company and see if it's something they can help you with. Thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And we will talk to you again real soon. And you have a great day.